feel less dead inside than when it's on a Sunday. And I... So I, I assume that she mirrors you in the fact that you used to do that as a kid too? Dress up like Dorothy and... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there was... Zoo Tycoon? Zoo Tycoon Ultimate Animal Collection. Oh, wait, is it on the Xbox pa- the, the Game it's Pass? The game Pass, yeah. <laughs> yes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. We're coming to you on a Saturday night. I feel less dead inside than when it's on a Sunday. And I am Al. <laughs> I'm Travis. I'm Kyle. I don't know what it is. Like, Sundays just suck it out of you. It's just, just knowing you got to go back to work. But, uh, yeah, that doesn't help. Not at all. Not at all. How's it going, fellas? It's going pretty well. Cannot complain. Yeah, good weekend so far? Mm, yeah. Got to spend a lot of uh, quality time with the kids today, so that was that was a good thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We did some uh, did some science experiments, made some soap. Um, yeah, you heard me right. We you, made soap. You kids aren't going Paper Street Fight Club on me, are you? I don't know. Maybe. What experiment did you do? Yeah, uh, a it's a it was a color changing quote unquote volcano. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you take baking soda and flour and red cabbage powder. You mix it all together with a little bit of water, and uh, you kind of form it into like a little volcano shape. And then uh, you pour some uh, red cabbage powder and water around it to make like a little bit of a moat. And then you put uh, citric acid water mixture on top of it. And it does like the whole baking soda vinegar kind of thing where it starts to bubble and fizz and everything like that. And uh, it starts to change color between like red and blue and purple. Oh, it's pretty that's cool. awesome. Yeah. So that's what you said you drank before. Now I have to ask why. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I didn't, drink, I didn't drink the solution. I just ate the straight up citric acid. <laughs> How was it? It was actually pretty tasty. Um, like, the, the, you know, there's that, that kind of citric, uh, citrus flavor that's, you know, that you can kind of get between oranges and lemons and limes, etc. Yep. Um, and it, it just tasted like that, you know, that kind of just straight up citrus with no, you know, extra flavor to it. And it was very, very sour. But did it, did it burn your tongue at all? No. No? Oh, awesome. No. No, because I mean, like, basically you take like uh, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. And that's just citric acid on the outside of it. It's delicious. So you're saying that, that they're sort of healthy? Oh, no, not at all. If you have a cold? Oh, because I was oh. like, oh, if you have a cold, eat some... Well, the, the citric acid is, I mean, sh- I, it should help. I think it's because that's just straight up vitamin C, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if that were the case, I'd so. never get sick. I mainline those things. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to trying to think of an excuse to make them sound healthy. Oh, I know. They're so good. <laughs> you don't need to make them sound healthy. Just eat them anyway. <laughs> just I, own it. I, I got to say, it's pretty funny, like, how close we mirror, you know, our our own selves through our kids like you guys are doing the science experiments uh my girls decided to watch wizard of oz and then Paige found a dorothy costume with uh ruby red slippers like actual slippers and uh 
was running around the living room with Mia as the lion. And she's like, she just comes running at me at one point. She's like, ah, you're the witch. Drag me by the arm. (laughs) (laughs) So I I assume that she mirrors you in the fact that you used to do that as a kid too, dress up like Dorothy and. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, there was that. I I was either that or Toto, but you know. (laughs) No, it's just the, the, the imagination on that kid is just really fun to watch. Like the stuff she comes up with like for games that you know her and mia will just play and it's like it's so out there but it's so fun to watch like you're just like how do you even think that up like oh man i'm trying to think like the wizard of oz really jumped out of me she's like no mia you don't have to be the witch you can be the lion she's and she cuts (laughs) mia's uh sweater she's like look it feels like lion fur (laughs) i was just like that's amazing (laughs) that's cool yeah, it's it was fun. It was a fun day, just hanging out with them and uh, kind of prepping for the big day tomorrow. They got some rabbit they want to go talk to. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so we're doing that tomorrow, so that should be fun. Very cool. Yeah, good good day, good weekend so far. What about you, Kyle? Uh, yeah, it was a good day. I had to help a friend out this morning. He had a leaky sink. I had to help him fix that. Ew. Um, but came home. The little guy went to take a nap, and I took the older one to uh, – I won tickets to a giant garage – what's it called? Super Gigantic Garage Sale is the actual name of it oh, that downtown. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. It was It was literally literally just junk. Oh, really? Yeah, that's lame. Yeah, it was kind of lame. Usually I like going to that stuff because, you know, games and – Oh, yeah. And I like seeing you pick up cheap. There was – Nothing really of interest, and it was just a lot of people's old tools and knickknacks they were trying to get rid of. But yeah. we had a good time walking around, like thousands of toys, and I think Liam touched every single one. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. I came home, had a nice dinner with the family. So it was just some good family time today. It was. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's good to have that. And uh, once the once the family goes to bed, or. In your case, join joins you. Uh, mine, mine are starting to watch. What are you playing, uh, Kyle? Lately. Um. So, I got an Xbox the other week. Yes. And I've been, so I've been playing a lot of that. Me too. It's been awesome. Um. I've never really thought like, man, I have a PlayStation. Why do I need an Xbox? But there's, I have a lot of more of my friends. I'm realizing on Xbox. So, mm-hmm. it's been pretty cool. It's been a lot more social. So I've been playing um some Metal Slug. XX, which I love the Metal Slug series. Even oh, though that's on the, the Game Pass, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah. They're impossible, but I love them. I would hate them in an arcade, but with Infinity Lives, I, or, like, in Unlimited Continues, I'm down. Like, it's awesome. I'll tell you what, how great is that Game Pass for 9 bucks a month? It's not bad. It's not games. bad at all. And it, they yeah. change them out, they add new ones. You know, for, for someone like me that has... Uh, ADHD of the game. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty sweet deal, especially. Um, we'll get to this, but uh, uh, one of the new things they started with the Game Pass that I mentioned earlier in the year is that the Microsoft uh, releases, like the official published Microsoft releases, uh, get released on Game Pass on day one of release, and the first one to do that was. Uh, this past re- uh, week's release of Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. which uh, we'll, we'll talk about in a bit, but it, it's uh, it's absolutely flooded the Xbox marketplace with Game Passes, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
There's a good mix too of new and retro gaming on there. I mean, I saw Sonic right. CDs on this month. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. There's there's a pretty good mix. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Metal Slug. Um, I picked up Fable Two. Nice. Since that's compatible on the Xbox One, and I think this is my favorite 360 game. It's one of mine. Okay. It was a very good game. I love the music. I love the environment. Um, I, I mean, it's not a perfect game by any means, but I, I love it. No, it's a fantastic game, though, for what you, it was you, and for its time. Yeah, you can be like, there's some silly moments, so it doesn't take itself too seriously. And well, I think I, that was I, my favorite part about that game. And the third one just took it to a whole other level, like almost making fun of itself. But I could not get into the third one at all. I, I couldn't either because it kind of went overboard, but I did love the uh, D&D game mm-hmm. uh, quest in that. That was hilarious. But, so, uh, yo, Zoo Tycoon is on there, dude. You better get on that. Zoo Tycoon? Zoo Tycoon Ultimate Animal Collection. <laughs> Wait, is on the Xbox pa- the, the Game Pass? Game Pass, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think. I yeah, like, it is. I feel like I, I missed the joke. Did they ever have um? It's freaking zoo tycoon, dude. Yeah, like 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 roller that coaster tycoon joke. with a zoo. Yeah, the roller coaster tycoon. I get. I, I get that, and I would play that. Um. So. They need to put Goat Simulator on there. Yeah, they do. That's uh, a good game. I really want to play that. I'm tired of that game. <laughs> it's it's still the kid's favorite game. <laughs> nice. Have they sacrificed enough people to become Devil Goat yet? Um, that was no, fun. No, they still just go to the bouncy house. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to lie. That sounds pretty fun. And they figured out how to get up the elevator to get on the roller coaster if you stick your tongue to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Well, on that note, um, let's see. I'm playing Sea of Thieves, which we'll get to, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be dedicating a small portion of the cast to Sea of Thieves. And I just picked up Nino Kuni 2 today, and that'll be taking over the Dude, rest of my I'm life. I'm picking that up on Payday. I didn't realize that was on Steam. Like, that makes me so happy. I didn't either. That's that's great. I thought that was going to be PS4 exclusive, and I thought I was never going to play it. But, um, yeah, seeing that Nino Kuni 2 is on Steam, I'm really going to check that out, you know, a couple of weeks from now. Because I loved the first one. That was such yeah. a great game. Yeah, one of my uh, favorites. I shall not be picking it up for quite some time because I still have to play the first one. Well, they're not related at all. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I need I need to finish some backlog before I start buying, especially brand new stuff. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good. That's a good point. That's fair. That's fair. Um. So speaking of your backlog, what are you playing, Travis? Oh, I've actually been pretty busy on the gaming front lately. Um. I, I know I've been talking about World of Warcraft the past couple casts, uh, but I am I am officially quitting again. Good for um, you. I I I play a healer, and I have anxiety, so I've been way too uh, way too unconfident, and I don't feel like going through all the questing and everything again to get another character up to one ten. So I'm just gonna call it quits, because I'm a quitter. It's what I do. Hey man. Uh, yeah. Uh, besides that, uh, I started picking up, uh, started playing Ratchet and Clank on PS4. It's a great game. Well, and, oh my gosh! On, never played on the PS4, but it's a great series. It is, it is. That game is so beautiful on the PS4. Like the environments are absolutely amazing. Uh, it looks great. Lo- yeah, it looks really nice. 
Um, the gameplay is, is still very much so intact. Uh, they improved the controls a bit. Um, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. I've only gotten to the second planet so far, but what I've played so far, I, I really do like. That's awesome, man. I'm glad you're digging it. And it's yeah. more based off the movie now, right? They changed yeah, it a little bit. The movie and the game kind of uh, coincided because um, the whole thing is it's the story told from um, Captain Quark's point of view instead okay. of from Ratchet's point of view. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, all hearsay, you know, what, what Captain Quark thought he probably, <laughs> you know, heard and how he's mm-hmm. retelling the story. But uh, so far, it's really cool. And it's actually got Captain Quark as the narrator of the entire game so far. Um, and, you know, just there's a lot of uh, a lot of great comedy in there still. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I really recommend it if you haven't played the new one. Just check it out. So they've stayed um, true to what makes that series great. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was one well, of the first games I picked up for PlayStation when I picked up the PS4. Nice. Yeah, excellent game. Um, I've also been playing uh, Jack and Daxter Another on PS2. One. Yep, and uh, I, I I will admit I was very skeptical on playing Jack and Daxter for the longest time because I was such a Ratchet and Clank fanboy, and uh, I was always of the opinion that they were kind of competing, but they're two amazingly different styles of games. Yeah, they're very games. different games. They're nothing like each other. Um, Jack and Daxter is more akin to like a uh, Banjo-Kazooie. I was about where to it's say, more it's like more a banjo yeah, it's more about like you know collecting all this stuff that's everywhere, and um, it's still it's still a lot of fun. Oh yeah, but it's it, it is uh, it is very different. Now I know in the later in the series, I think like in uh, Jack Three, um, I know there's like a lot of weapons and stuff to collect, which is very different from Jack One. Um, I think but I only I'll get the there eventually. Two. I will get there eventually. Mm-hmm. It's great. They're great games. I really yeah, so enjoy far, those. So far, I, I am I am liking it. Um, the humor is the humor is really good. I don't think it's up to the same standard as Ratchet and Clank, but I still I'm still enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It still makes me laugh, so I'll take it. Hey, that's what counts. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm about another five or six hours into Disgaea. Uh, I started playing this again for a YouTube series, mm-hmm. and uh, I love this game. I gotta uh, start it's, playing that again. It is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I mean, it's it's very funny. Um, yeah, it is a the, funny, the, funny game. The gameplay is is very solid. So, yeah, I enjoy this one a lot. Yeah, it's a really great strategy RPG, and there's like there's a surprising amount of depth to it. Oh yeah, you know, with the different characters and the way you can progress. And I, I I'll admit, I was almost a little bit overwhelmed. Um, I got up to that castle, that first castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and something happened, and I went. Probably another game came out, and off I went. But um, I do want to get back to that because I did really like it. I love strategy RPGs, so yeah, I, I love them too. I'm not good at them, but I love them. <laughs> well, I'm pretty good. No, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I really I could see that game sinking some claws into me. Yeah, it it definitely it has for me already. Um, and I am also playing, uh, for my Sunday night streams on the, uh, Good for Gaming channel. Um, I am playing Fantasy Star Online. Very good. Which is just, you know, that's an awesome game. Um, just, uh, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain the type of game that it is. Um, I've always wished somebody would because I'm such a huge fan of that series, but 
I've never played the online one. It is nothing like Fantasy Star. That's what I figured. Um, the world itself is similar in terms of you know that that you know Dark Falls or you know Dark Force or whatever you want to call him mm-hmm. um, is still like the the main enemy of the game, um, and he's kind of corrupting the you know the the planet that you're on. Right. But besides that, they really have very little to do with each other um, gameplay wise. Because it's more of an action RPG um, for for the online ones, where the uh, the traditional ones are are you know a JRPG. So, um, gotcha. but it it is a lot of fun. Um, I think you can actually download Fantasy Star Online Blueburst for the PC for no cost. Really? So you might want to check into that. Yeah, hmm. I've I've found it in some places because they they don't they Sega has stopped supporting that game. Um, but I, yeah. I'm not sure if they released it or somebody else quote-unquote released it uh, but it is available and you can play it online um, through private servers and everything like that so that's no pretty cool kidding. i might have to yeah. check that out then yeah um and finally i have started a in a t- uh a hopefully complete run of final fantasy 7 you can do it brother <laughs> yeah i have got i've never gotten to the end of the first disc so uh i'm i'm ready my body is ready for this one and this is this is actually my 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 main stream game on on my personal stream. So it is should a be game. Good. I think everybody should, you know, if you like RPGs, I think everybody should play through it once. Um, especially if you can really put your mindset back to the time when it was released. It really did a lot of cool things for the time. Yeah, I will agree yeah. with you, as you've said multiple times. Sephiroth is. Uh, Leaves a lot to be desired as a villain, but <laughs> yeah, he's. I, I still, I still think he's overrated. Yeah, I think I think Kefka was, I was say, Kefka far is better. Kefka is the best villain of that entire series still to this day. I I still submit that Kefka is one of the best villains of all time in mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, he really like, you know, looking at it from the future, he's kind of like uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Like he's so yeah. psychotic and just so. <laughs> insane and believable it's it's what made him such a great villain yeah i agree entirely i i really i really wish that i would see more about kefka as you know a fantastic boss a yeah, fantastic never villain seen anything about him actually no not That's really a really good point because he was always overshadowed by sephiroth because you know final fantasy 7 was I think Final Fantasy VII was the entry point for a lot of people. Agreed. And that's why. I think that's why that's so much more popular. And I think Let's, Cloud is a terrible protagonist. Oh, he's horrible. He's whining. He Let's face it, Kefka could whip his ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's but, uh, unreal. Yeah, so that's been, my, that's been my gaming for the past uh, couple weeks. Nice. Been busy. Yeah. How about yourself? Well, I've been, uh, I've been pretty busy myself. Um... For those uh, curious and who have heard our podcast shoutouts, I'm a regular listener to the uh, Bad Fodder Figures, and I actually wound up winning their scavenger hunt uh, that they were doing for the past four weeks. And um, I have a little joke with them, but it's kind of true. It's like the first contest I've ever really won. And um, there's some cool prizes, Some of uh, one of which included... Uh, what you call it? Um, yeah, I'm blanking here. 
Uh, I oh, I asked for uh, basically you get a gift card for uh, Xbox Live or whatever, and um, so I got money to spend on that when a game comes out, and uh, it was just the weirdest situation. Like I actually had money to spend on an Xbox game, and there was nothing I wanted to get. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm waiting to see that, but yeah, a big thank you to them. That was actually a lot of fun, and um, I, I'll put them in the shoutouts again this week. They're just so fun to listen to, so it was cool to actually like be a part of that community and uh, win a little bit. So thanks to them for that. Um, that aside, uh, I think we can get into well, we'll get into that next. The other thing that has basically taken up most of my time for the past few days has been uh, Obsidian Entertainment's Pillars of Eternity. Now, have either of you guys played that before? I have not. Mm, nope. And I think we went over this before, but have either of you played Baldur's Gate? Nope. Okay. Nope. I have played Neverwinter Nights, which is not the same, but it's somewhat akin. They did the second one. Um, that was yeah. an Obsidian game. Yeah, similar. Well, that's a newer engine. Um, the Baldur's Gate engine is kind of what uh, Pillars is based off of, is an isometric, you know, uh, fixed camera angle uh, kind of game. And it's like very D&D-ish. Like Baldur's Gate was a pure adaptation of uh, Dungeons & Dragons. This kind of uses its own role-playing system, but it's it's really, really fun. I mean, if you like RPGs with... Like party RPGs, you know, party is in like a band of characters with different skills and all that. Um, it's very, very good. The story's awesome. And uh, I picked that up again because the second one comes out in May. And that one's going to have pirate ships and all kinds of fun stuff. Nice. And your game will actually carry over, which is kind of a hook, line, and sinker thing for me. Like if I can progress across multiple multiple games I'm I'm in. So I'm going through that again. And um blah, blah, blah. remind me when we get to the question this week. I got some homework for you guys and the listeners. We'll get there. But um other than pillars, uh I've jumped into Sea of Thieves on the day of release. Actually got to uh, play a couple hours with our very own Kyle. Um, my good friend Nick, otherwise known as Black Eagle Ops, was our good captain, and a friend of his joined us, so we had a full crew of four, and, um... Very motley crew. Yes! Um, I had a lot of fun. I'll just start this out. Um, that was a lot of fun as far as just a night of gaming went. Uh, I don't know how you felt, Kyle. I thought that game was just absurd and fun and just different. Uh, my favorite was shooting you out of a cannon. <laughs> I knew I could shoot. My, I knew I could shoot myself out of the cannon. I didn't know he could. So like, I crawled into the cannon and I was waiting for the ship to get at the right angle, and all of a sudden, bam! He just blasts me across this island. I didn't know I could either. I just walked up and said, "Fire cannon!" I'm like, "Oh, sweet!" Boom! <laughs> I see how flying across the sky. You just hear Kyle cracking up on, on Discord. He's like, "Dude, I just shot you out of a cannon." That's awesome. It's um it's very cool. I mean for what you know, what it is, you know, it's kind of pirates with a silly rare style graphics and humor and um rares and rare entertainment. Um my impression so far 
Uh, a, it's a beautiful game. We'll, we'll start there. Uh, the water, and I know you probably heard this from multiple podcasts, multiple people, but that water is the best I've ever seen in a game. I don't know what you yeah. think. But, no, I agree. It, it looks amazing in the mechanics of it, like even just how it changes as you're going to different island or in a storm. I think it just looks really awesome. Oh, my really God, especially awesome. in the storm, too. And how it affects your boat. Yeah, like it, it, your rudder's harder to turn. Just There's little touches in that game that I, I think are really neat. Um, the – it's you all right, you can kind of play it on your own, but – I, I see that getting very old very quickly. This is definitely a game that's meant to be played with other people. But it, it's for a, kind of a specific reason. It's If I had a complaint right now, and this is kind of where it's at, is that... Um, well, we'll, go, well let, let's talk about the gameplay a little bit. You can do all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can get these missions where you get treasure maps, and you have to actually like follow clues... And like walk six paces from a tree and then, you know, dig and try to find this treasure chest. It's very cool in that regard. But those are pretty much the limit of your quest. I don't know if you found There's other ones. Is there? Like I know there's 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 like assassin ones where you gotta kill specific skeletons. Mm -hmm. Um and you have to go like to various islands and kill all the skeletons there and then you go and the boss skeleton comes out. Right. And you gotta return those skulls. There's ones where you gotta capture uh different animals. And bring them back. Um, there's another one too. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but there's there's different there's different areas you can quest as. I've been playing it quite a bit on my own, mm-hmm. and I can definitely see how it would get old. And it's much better as a social game. But yeah. I mean, they do give you some things to do, and there is some variety in as far as missions and and what you need to get. Yeah. No. Th- but I, I see the single player. I'm sorry. I see the single player as more as like I'm learning a lot more how to sail and yes. how to play the game as single player. But I can see how once you learn how, eh, it's yeah. much better if you have people. And that's people. that's kind of what I was going to get at. It single player is good to get your head and hands around the game, kind of figure out how to work your ship and work the mechanics of it and get a lay of the land. But uh, it's definitely a game meant to be played. With friends, especially with friends, because man, like we had such a good time playing that on opening night. Uh, oh, we did. When we were when we were on that skull island. I was island. just about to say. Like, oh, go we, ahead. Then. I was gonna say we were sailing, and all of a sudden we saw, you know, uh, what is it? The dark mark. <laughs> the dark mark showed up. The dark mark up in the sky. There was this big green skull, and uh, Captain Nick was just like, "Oh, we gotta go to that. We gotta go to that. Let's go." So like. <laughs> We we're sailing towards this thing, and it's basically, I guess, the game's current equivalent of raids, and um, it's just this island full of skeletons, and there's all kinds of different ones. I mean, what did we run into, Kyle? There was like gold ones that you had to throw water on to rust them. There was gold. There was a shadow shadow ones, which thankfully it was daytime, so it didn't really matter. But I guess you have to shine your light, your lantern, to see them. Right. Huh. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was wicked, and like just like a, a forensic mash of you know stuff coming at you but once we got oh well and that was the best part about it and this is where i do think this game shines and it's odd because this is something i would normally hate in any other game but the skull island ones especially is when you can have uh other players you know go after it too because everybody else can see it so when we get there there were these two guys on a little skiff and they were already kind of picking them off and 
Nick yelled into the, you know, the chat mic. He's like, we're here to help. But it sounds like he's yelling from his crow's nest. And, um, so we're helping those guys and we're, we're kind of between the six of us getting a handle on it. And then we see this galleon coming in and Nick's like, Oh, watch out, watch out, watch out for this galleon. Let's see what they're doing. And they, they get off their ship. They come onto the island. And at first we're like, Oh, all right, they're here to help. And, um, like he even checked him. He's like, you guys helping out? And they're like, Oh yeah, we're helping out. <laughs> and, uh, all of a sudden, like we clear away the skeletons and then they turn and they're looking at us. And then we turn, we're looking at them and we just leveled guns at them. Like, don't do nothing. And the one guy fired and that was it. Nick's like, drop them. <laughs> <laughs> and we just started shooting them. We, we, we managed to take care of them. And then we're blasting them from our ship on the other side of the island. Our buddies in the skiff are blasting at them. Um, we eventually managed to sink their ship. And, uh, what that does is it, it prevents them from respawning on their ship and just harassing us. So once we got rid of them, uh, our, our buddies in the skiff died, but the four of us managed to finish off that island and, uh, get the loot. And that was just, that was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, and probably my highlight from that game. Uh, what did you think? I agree. That was the best part. I mean, that was just a lot of fun going in there and, and fighting. Um, I would have been, I would have been pretty pissed if, if we would have got killed by that other, that other crew that came in that said they were friendly <laughs> and turned on us because they would have got all the loot that we worked for. But you know what? Like that's, that's part of being a pirate. It's part of being a pirate. And I think that's what made that victory all the sweeter like i don't know how to describe it but just knowing that we beat them Mm -hmm. and like we did it and and our other those other two guys just you know they showed up at the end we're like hey you guys helped out they're like no you guys did it you took down the boss we're like no get in here and take some chess you know yeah we split it it was cool it was cool to kind of you know be on that honor system (laughs) and um it was fun but uh I, i will say I have concerns. Um, the first being, and this is a known thing already, and everybody knows one of the things I lo- you know that listens to this at least for more than a few episodes. I'm always yapping about you know the story in games, and I love a good story, and I love to know why we're in this world. But there's literally nothing in Sea of Thieves. There is no story. I mean, there's these three factions, but it's very basic as to what they are and why there's no real uh, obviously there's no tutorial it really throws you into the wolves which i'm fine with but there's nothing like there's no story as to who you are and why or what you're doing in this world so um my i could deal with that but like my biggest concern and, and i've heard this from the developers a few times oh that's coming that's coming or this is coming in the future and it's like, you know, y'all are not, this is not an early access game. This was a full $60 release. And I get, you know, that they, to their credit, the systems that are there are pretty much perfect. I mean, I haven't run into any, you know, major, major issues, uh, aside from the login ones, um, which obviously the night it launched, it was just like server overload because everybody and their grandma went out and got an Xbox Game Pass free for 14 days to pick this up. But, um, it was, 
what's there is good. I just, I don't see it keeping my interest right now for very long. I mean, I'll jump on on a Friday with you and, you know, with you, Kyle, or anyone else that wants to play and we'll go do a few rounds, but it's not something I see myself like, oh, I got to get to level six with the gold hoarders. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think? I mean, is, is it just me? Am I being too picky? Uh, no, but I think it's also very, uh, you're a very story-driven gamer, and, you know, for someone that likes to just get in a game, pick up and play, it might be geared more towards them. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't hear that them, I didn't hear they say that the story mode's coming. I would think that's something they would want to put out right off the bat. I mean, why would you well, include I, a story later? I think they, yeah, from what I've heard, like, there's more substance like that coming and different quests and all that. But that's like the response to a lot of complaints that I've heard people say. There was other stuff too. And the consistent response is, oh, that's coming, that's coming. And it's like... Which, you know, and this isn't just for this game alone, so Travis, feel free to jump in here. But like, I I don't... That's cool that the the devs want to back it up and and add these things. It's just, I just wish they would have been like, well, why don't we do this right from the get-go? Because they wanted to get it out because they didn't want the hype to die down. Um, A lot of times, you know, you're seeing with with current games that they'll come out with something playable as a quote-unquote full game. Um, And then they'll promise down the line, you know, this is coming, this is coming, this is coming. Um, Which, and that's one of the reasons I don't buy new games really Mm -hmm. is because I don't want to spend 60 bucks on multiplayer. I don't want to spend 60 bucks on single player with the with the promise of something else that I want to be playing coming yeah. at a later time. Mm-hmm. I want to have a full experience in front of me when I sit down to play. And that's one of the reasons I'm not looking forward I'm not looking at getting CFUs yet is because that whole I want the full experience right away for especially for sixty bucks. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money for me to spend on you know on the chance of getting griefed over and over so well, and it's one of those like I I could see griefing happening more in a solo situation, but even still, which, like yeah, I, but with with my with my time that I can actually play, oh, I know I would end up being single player. So well, but here's the other thing too, and this is another complaint that I have. I don't know how the the server segregation works or the player segregation, but you don't run into other people that often. I mean, even think about it. The night we played, Kyle. Like, we saw. What did we find? Two, we, we sighted two ships, maybe. Two, two. The, so there was the, the the two that we found at the skull. Yep. And then the one that kept tailing us was the guys that we sank. Oh, was that what it was? That we had to outsmart them, and then we saw like one other galleon that was parked. God, that was fun. I do have to say that was a lot of fun. It was. You actually felt like a pirate. Yeah, because I remember like just Kyle's up in the crow's nest. He's like, "Oh, I see him." <laughs> Two points off starboard bow. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I will play it. I mean, I don't know. If you're even thinking of playing after we record tonight, I might jump on. Uh, it, it is a good experience if you've got friends to play it with. Um, that was a lot of fun. And I'm not normally a very social gamer, but, you know, getting on, you know, jumping on the ship with you and Nick and... I can't remember the other dude's name, but it was one of Nick's uh, streamer fans uh, who was very cool, and he was like our navigator. This dude had it down; like he was our treasure guy. Like he just knew yeah, where to were, go. 
Yeah, they were good. <laughs> yeah, and Nick, I, I've known many years. He's very into, um, you know, ships and naval stuff like that. And uh, I, like he gets real into these games. Like he he loves it, and you could just tell. Like he loved being our captain, and it just made it that much more fun. Like you know, oh, trim the sails. <laughs> it was cool, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's it's something I can definitely see. I will pick up on a you know maybe a weekly basis to play games with you, Kyle, or, or you know some of the guys over at BFF if they're on. Like, but I can't see playing it by myself um, just because like I really feel the fun in that game is meant to be had playing with buddies. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. My biggest gripe with the game so far is that every time I go to sail. I'm against the wind. I do <laughs> never. I never go with the wind. It's no. It doesn't matter why I can get off on an island, go the, the exact opposite direction I came in. The wind changed all of a sudden. <laughs> it sucks. Well, don't forget to turn your sails too to at least try I, to get as much as you can. Yeah, I do. I do. But <laughs> slow going. Um. But yeah, it was. Uh, it it's. I love what they're trying to do, and I'll say that. Like, I don't want people to think I don't like this game. I do. Um, and if they <clears throat> stay committed to it and bring the stuff they're, they're talking about that they want to bring to it, I think it'll do great. <clears throat> quick quick question before we move on. Is mm-hmm. that going to be – is the, what they're adding later, is that going to be paid downloadable content or is it going to be free did they say? I don't know. I haven't really caught much on that. Because I'd have a lot less issue if they're like if they're promising free um, DLC instead of paid. I would too. Um, my thought, if I had to venture a guess, is it is probably going to be paid because they're taking a huge risk by putting it up on the Game Pass right away. I mean, dude, you and I didn't pay sixty bucks. We paid nine bucks. Well, yeah, for, well, I didn't pay anything because I got the 14 day trial. <laughs> so. I've had my game pass for a few months now. <laughs> but, but you see what I'm saying. I mean, I do. I, I'm sure they, they might have even lost a bit of money on that. Well, doesn't Microsoft own Rare? Yes. Yeah, that's true. So, forgot about that. So they're doing fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I will agree with you if they they do a lot of these upgrades and they're just part of it and they're included uh it'll do really well but it's just going to depend on what they release and how much they sell it for yep so but uh yeah that's that's basically what I've been playing and um that'll bring us over to uh our 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 favorite section of the day Retro news. 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 Oh, news. enthusiasm gets even more every time. <laughs> <laughs> news. So, so obviously we, uh, for retro news, we did talk about the Sea of Thieves launch. We were initially going to talk about that, but that got, you know, taken over earlier. It put over. Um, but yeah, so the game develop was it the game developer conference or game developer awards? Uh, Breath of the Wild wins Game of the Year. Man, that game is cleaning up. Yeah, it is. Yep. That wins Game of the Year yep. there. Uh, good on them. I, I have not. I've, I've played it a little bit, 
uh, for my brother-in-law's Switch, and what I played I really liked. So I can see where the praise is coming from, though. I mean, that that is a... Where would you rank that in the Zeldas, Kyle, of all of them? In in my... As far as, like, what I think are the top ones? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, top two. Really? Yeah, I I can't... I, I I don't know. I love it. I really love Wind Waker, too, though. Well, yeah, so, that's I, I know that was one of Amber's favorites too, is the Wind Waker one. But so, this one's this one's just different than that, though. But I I love it. Sorry, no, it's, right. you're not the only one, man. <laughs> you're not the only one. Like a lot of people are obviously into that game, and I mean it is a beautiful game. As far as Zelda, yeah. you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the first time I saw Ocarina of Time, like when that came out. Like, it was just that much of a step up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So that one, and uh, this this will uh, make Kyle excited because he did pick it up today. But mm-hmm. Nino Kuni 2 is racking in the awesome reviews. It just sounds like they did it again. As it should. I'm about 10 minutes into the game. Oh, yeah? And what, what are your maybe, first maybe uh, like impressions for 10 minutes? It's good. Um, the The fighting style is completely different than the first one. Nice. So they change it. Well, the first one's more like a Pokemon ish style game where you mm-hmm. have like the little, you know you have the little uh, uh, I forget what they're called, but uh, you have the little characters that you you, you know you get and you fight with them. Pokemon. Yes. So this this one's more uh, real time action. Okay. So with with RPG elements, um, you can switch weapons on the fly. Um, between three different blades and a pistol or a ranged weapon. Oh, very there's, cool. There's still magic. There's still healing. There's still different things you can do. Um, there's also different... So there's also, like, town building really? built into the game. Yeah, and then there's, like, strategy, like, war battle scenes in the game, too. So it's not just one style of a game. It's mixed. It's mixed up. But I, I'm just basically getting out of the castle in the beginning. I don't want to mm-hmm. give too much away, but it starts out pretty dark. Typical Nino Kuni well, fashion. Let's, let's be, I was gonna say, let's be fair. The first one started out pretty damn dark too. Yeah. So you start out. <laughs> I'm not gonna give storyline away, but you start out having to escape a castle, which I think is pretty much in most of the reviews, and uh, that's about where I'm at. So I didn't get super far, but so far I'm digging it. I love the artwork. I love the music. Oh, it's gorgeous. Nice. Studio yeah. Giblets. I don't think Ghibli did this one. Oh no. I don't think they did. Okay. Fair enough. Don't hold me to that. Out of uh, 60 mm-hmm. reviews, they're racking up an 86% currently on Metacritic. This game is definitely doing well. Yeah, it's, it is. It's it's going to be fantastic. That uh, Pillars of Eternity game I was talking about, I think capped out at uh, 89. <laughs> mm. Maybe it was in the 90s. That's a really good game. Anyway, no, it's, it's doing really well. Um, and as we mentioned for the first time in that series, it is on Steam. Us PC players can play it who don't have uh, PlayStation 4s. Yeah, it's so, fantastic. That is such great news. Like, that was the last thing I expected. And, and uh, our buddy Chris, uh, Holy Headshot from the Everyday Gamers, mentioned it in our game group today. He's like, yeah, I saw it on Steam. And I was like, uh? <laughs> <laughs> so. How did yeah. that go? Uh? <laughs> it's the uh, home improvement. Yes. Tim the Toolman Sal. Dating myself. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Well, uh, Travis, you just need to play the first one, and I'll let you borrow the second one. All right. 
That works. Yeah. Um, let's see some other. I mean, this game is getting retro, but um, for anyone that's ever played the Hitman series, they did a sort of. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a Hitman game, but it was like live episodes released. It was like a, its own Hitman series on the net. <clears throat> and uh, they released their spring pack. It's free. And basically the second chapter of the game, which was one of the higher rated ones, takes place in Italy. Uh, this was released back in 2016. It's now free. And they are activating a couple of the special contracts, I believe. Uh, for people that play those games, it's like a special target you have to go after, and you have X amount of days or hours to actually defeat them to get, you know, rewards, special equipment, etc., etc. Um, I really have to grab this game. Every time I read about it, it just sounds like something I'd love, and I uh, I really dug the uh, old Hitman series. You guys ever play that? Not one. Really? Yeah, Travis, you ever play it? Which one was that? I'm sorry, I kind of zoned out there for a second. <laughs> <You dick. laughs> sorry, the Hitman, the latest Hitman. Game. Uh, it's like a series. I, I have played a few of the Hitmans. Um, I played the original one, mm-hmm. um, and I played. Uh, I forget the other one. Began. I think it began with a C. Contracts. Maybe. But. Um, they're they're good. They're 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 fun games. Um, but. Uh, I'm not like a, a huge fan of them, mm-hmm. but they're good enough. Yep, I might check it out. I mean, with the 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 season aspect of it, I really like. It's kind of like you know you're getting uh, for essentially a season pass price, you get more content every you know x amount of months. I don't know if they're releasing new content now, though. I mean, I think they're making old stuff free. Because this game is a couple years old now, so who knows. But it's free. If you're into that game, go pick it up. And uh, if you missed out on it back when they first released it, you can now get it for nothing. I think that's all the retro news I had. You guys have any? Mm, Uh, No retro stuff. No, not really. Okay, then. So, Kyle, I'll kind of let you take the next part over a little bit, uh, basically since you restarted our, our kind of Game of the Month deal. And, uh, yeah, that, that that fell off for a little bit, but um, I want to restart that so we have you know some actual retro games to talk about here. Um, so it's going to be a lot more lax than before. Just whenever we get to changing a game and we've had enough of a game, we'll change it. But this for this month, um, we kind of all decided on Beyond Oasis on the Genesis a game that I played when I was younger, but not very much, and I'm excited to get back into it. I love the art. And yeah. The, the graphics are really good, especially for Genesis era. Um, Surprising mechanics. Good. Fighting yeah. mechanics are cool. Uh, yeah, I'm digging it. I made it to the first save point without getting hit. <laughs> I beat that boss. <laughs> right on. I, I like it. I, I feel like I've played this one at some point in my life. Um, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I do remember playing something very similar to this. But, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, it kind of reminds me, for any of you retro PC gamers out there, uh, that got, like, this giant Dungeons and Dragons, uh, collection back in the day. They had a, a game called Al-Qadim, or Kadim, uh, The Genie's Curse. And it has very similar mechanics to it. 
um, Arabian Nights style setting, kind of an action RPG. Um, but yeah, for for Sega, I'm really impressed with the graphics in it so far. Yeah, there's a uh, a prequel to this one on the Sega Saturn um, called The Legend of Oasis, which really has a uh, very similar style to it. Uh, they you know they improved it, they made the the controls tighter and everything like that. But um, yeah, it's the the prequel story to this game. And you've played it before? Yes, I used to own it. Oh, oh it looks yeah? awesome. Back in the day, yep. Did you like it or? Oh yeah, I thought it was awesome. Hmm. Um, it was probably uh, probably one of one of my favorite games on this system. Um, I thought it was pretty rad. I, I really enjoyed the the gameplay of it. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a big uh, you know RPG fan, like of all the different sub genres of RPGs. Sure. So um, you got your cred. Dude. I, I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. I dug into this one uh, quite a lot. I don't remember too much of it, but um, I definitely remember enjoying it a lot. And you've played you've played Beyond Oasis. Uh, I I've played I've played a, a chunk of it. Um, I haven't gotten back into it for this round, but I have played a chunk of it um, probably maybe four or five years ago. All right. Um, and uh, still fantastic game as well. Yeah. Um, like I said, my first uh, impressions so far, uh, I like it. Um, again, I feel like I played it before, but I'm having a hard time remembering a lot of the game. And I'm and like I said, I might be confusing it with that Al Qadim game, and that's probably what's happening. But uh, I'm actually looking forward to diving into this more and being able to talk about it a little more on the next episode, uh, just because uh, it's pretty solid. I mean, for the first 15 minutes or so that I played, like I could see myself really getting into it. So I'm uh, definitely going to be playing more. <laughs> um. Let me see here. I'm going to go and get our question of the week, unless you guys have any more commentary on that game. Uh, not at this time. I do not. All right. Where is Kyle's post on that? There it is. So, as you guys know, we usually have a question that we ask our group at the save point, um, our gaming group, our game club, um, tiny.cc slash save point. This one came from Kyle. I thought it was a really good question. And it'll tie in with your homework for the week. So pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so Kyle said, uh, if you were to design and create a game, what would it be? And then, you know, parentheses, i.e. story, style, etc. Let us know. As always, we'll discuss and read responses on the cast. So if you get involved in the group, you might hear your name on the internet radio. Yay! Um... So I'll, um, I'll read one from Luke. Uh, he said, or do you want to do ours first? I don't care. We'll do ours after. Okay. Uh, Luke said, Total War Combat and Army Composition with Civ as in civiliza- Civilization Style Expansion and Technology Trees. Take my money now. Um, That's a solid answer. Uh, for anyone that's played the Total War series, that's... uh. When it comes to the combat and the battle, that's like one of the first games I've ever seen that allowed you to have, you know, thousands upon thousands of uh, units on screen at once. And it, you know, you got to see like those epic Lord of the Rings style battles, you know, just that sheer number of enemies. So that combined with a Civ mechanic would be very cool. 
Um, any you want to grab Kyle or Travis, or we want to just uh, um, read more? I don't care. I just feel I'm sorry. I feel they're tired of hearing <laughs> me yap. So why don't you take it? <laughs> All Go right. Uh, Dustin says uh, a game where you destroy left lane drivers with H bombs <laughs> while dropping F bombs. Yeah, I kind of know this dude a little bit, and um, yeah, that was maybe. a perfect answer coming from him. <laughs> <laughs> Many phone calls from him cursing out people driving in the left lane. I've got to meet him someday. <laughs> it's a good time with a few beers. Oh, hell yeah, man. That just that had me rolling. <laughs> like, what a great answer that was. If I if So, for those of you who don't know, which I think most of our listeners know, Dustin's my brother. Um, to sum him up perfectly... We play Contra a lot, and uh, he has to. We have to do the thirty lives code when he plays because mm-hmm. he's stealing lives from me at the end of the first level. That dude just running guns, doesn't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> just runs, dies, runs, dies. It's it's pretty funny. That's awesome. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'll read uh, Wadi. Is his name? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to design a Skyrim-like or open sandbox game where you start with zero values for all skill traits, but every action or lack of action affects builds of, on your character. Um, that would be freaking awesome. It would be pretty awesome. So, okay, so he's saying you don't start with anything and you basically start, you know, just as a normal average Joe. Yep, normal schmo. Hmm. Not even normal, just you suck at everything. <laughs> Uh, so you should, start off with life as me. He should play and... Kingdom Come. <laughs> true, true. No, like, in all seriousness, and I'll probably comment on his post, um, I think that's one of the things I love about Kingdom Come is you start out as, you know, peasantry garbage. You're not really good at anything. And the only way you get better at it is to keep doing it. And I think that's one of my favorite things about that game is there's such a solid sense of progression of going from just awful to wow you're actually you might be able to survive a fight now <laughs> and um yeah that's what i'll definitely rec- recommend you check that out because i think that's exactly what you're looking for i like the second part of his answer how he would like to go to a preset number of lives one that reached that, that once reached a character is just a memory that if achievements were made would then be remembered or referenced by newer characters. I love that, would that be really idea. Cool. I love that idea. That would be awesome. I'm trying to think if I know any games that have actually done that. You see a lot of that in PC roguelikes or rogue-ish yeah. stuff. Um, I know for, for us really old folk, I used to play a MUD, a multi-user domain which is basically the the predecessor of MMORPGs, but it was all text-based. And I, I played one where you could level and max out a character, and then you could create a bloodline and basically uh, create a character of that bloodline and, like, your original character's ex- uh, uh, bleh, exploits would be talked about by NPCs and stuff. I think that's the closest I've ever seen to that. But, I mean, that's going way back, and obviously you can do a lot more in text than, uh, you know, in graphics. But I love that right. idea. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. I also like his third part, um, have an online component similar to the, to the Divisions. 
in that it's optional, but pay, player kill is possible. I, I totally agree. It, it honestly, I mean, the one thing that that I, I'm kind of envisioning when he talks about at least the first part and the last part is uh, Ultima Online. I was about to say UO, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's got the PK. It's got the, you know, you're starting from very bare bones on your character. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a passing interest in something. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, to, and then to integrate something like a, a bloodline system into that would actually be really, really cool. Oh, that would be awesome now that you put it like that. And that would even that would bring me back to that game, I think. Yeah, if, if I'd they, probably go back for that. Yeah, if they did something like that, I'd go back for that. But uh, oh, god, the hours upon hours that I played that game, I had a lot of fun. Yep, I dumped a lot of my life into UO. Um, I feel like people missed the point on this. <laughs> I don't know. Um. That's okay. That's okay, though. Um, let's see. Philip said, I always wanted to do an MMO, but like Bushido Blade or Tenshu, all PvP. Players could do all sorts of ninja and samurai stuff, and quests would be largely based on PvP conf- conflict with minimal NPCs. Now, as much as I'm anti-PvP, I freaking love this idea. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Mainly because Bushido Blade is probably my favorite PlayStation game from the PS1. Um, I've never played a fighting game like it uh, before, and pretty much since. Like, it never took off, and that always made me mad, because that was such a great concept. And if you've never played Bushido Blade before, obviously it was a, a samurai fighter, but it was very realistic in that... You know, one well-placed sword strike could kill you. Or if they hit you in the leg, you'd go down and you'd have a wounded leg and you'd be, like, peg-legging it for the rest of the match. Um, I, I honestly want to... I, I, I want to think of For Honor as almost like a spiritual successor to Bushido Blade. Really? I've never played that. I haven't played it either. I've watched a ton of it on Twitch uh, while it was popular. I mean, it's, it, it rose and fell pretty quickly, but... Um, like the the one on one combat of that was very felt very similar to mm. how Bushido Blade was, where in, you know one well placed strike and you could you could pr- you could pretty much end somebody. God, that was such a great game. I I want to check that out, but I, I I've never really heard much good about For Honor. I've I've heard the community in that is especially toxic. Eh, it's toxic in everything anymore. It sucks. That's fair. But you know what though, I feel like you know if. Our buddies, you know, in our podcast community or, you know, the Good For Gaming crew, like, if we wanted to play it with other people, we could, you know, a bunch of us pick it up and play it, and we'd all probably have a great time. But, um, eh, I, I don't know. I'd be interested if I could catch that on a Wicked sale. I might pick that up. If what you're saying is, you know, that's what it's like, I would definitely like to play it. Yeah, it definitely it feels like it's more strategic battles than just, you know, Button mashing and everything like it's you know there's parrying there's blocking there's um, high strikes low strikes mm-hmm. uh, you know so it's cool stuff like that you know really kind of makes me reminisce about Bushido Blade yeah especially combining that with a Tenchu element and I think that's another important part of what he's saying there too I loved uh, Tenchu what was it Stealth Assassins the first game yep. 
Yeah. Do you play that one? Absolutely. Fantastic yeah, game. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. Combining those two concepts into an MMO, that would be that would be awesome. And that would be one of those things like you wouldn't need too many like RPG or stat mechanics to it. You just need to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd probably play the heck out of that, actually. It's a really good idea. Um, oh. Our buddy Jeremy from Bad Fodder Figures uh, said a Road Rash reboot. Um, pretty sure, and I, a couple other people mentioned this too, um, and if, if you were being serious, Jeremy... Uh, I think there are there is a Road Rash reboot out there called Road Redemption. Yep, um, it's got a nine out of ten on Steam. It's a very good game. I played a, a demo of it, and it's very uh, it's completely inspired by Road a uh, Road Rash, and it has some uh, rogue esque elements to it. It's pretty challenging. Um, my POS computer can barely run it, but uh, <laughs> you might want to check that out. I think that might be exactly what you would uh, have a blast with. And then, uh, finally, uh, my buddy Al, the other Al, said Mutant League Football. And brother, I'm with you there. <laughs> I loved the Mutant League games. They actually kind of rebooted this too. Really? Yep. Mut- Mutant Football League. Very close as far as you can bribe the ref, you can throw a bomb that blows up. They made, f- they made fun of, they like, they poke at team names. Like really? I know in Mutant, Mutant League football, they have the forty whiners, <laughs> <laughs> and you know they the they uh they do the same thing here. So it's very very close. I've got to check this out. I'm actually looking at it as uh as you posted the link for it. So I'm trying to see. Oh wow, this came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty recent. Well, it's got really good reviews. I hear it's a lot of fun. Wow. I might have to check that out. Those were great, great games. <laughs> it looks like they nailed it, too. I'm just looking at the screenshots. I mean, that looks like it could be a sequel on the Sega. Good on them. Um, but, yeah, that's that's it for our question of the week. Um, thank you guys for answering. Uh, all very good answers. And uh, we'll have to think of another one for the next time. Um, let me see. Don't forget, we got to oh, answer yeah, it too. Yeah, that's right. We got to answer it too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start with you, Travis. All right. Well, uh, I, I've, I actually have some, uh, a little bit of experience in this being a former professional game designer. Um, <clears throat> my, my, my brainchild has always been and probably will always be, um, a genre that I called action inventor. Okay. Um, where you have uh, your the main character is a uh, an inventor or a scientist or an engineer, and uh, basically the the his city is being overtaken by uh, Mars attack style aliens, huh. and his goal is or his job is to pretty much find parts and build robots to help fight against the the alien invasion. Okay. Um, so half of the game is kind of like stealth where you're out as the engineer trying to go find parts and, you know, loot, uh, broken down buildings and stuff like that and trying to get parts to build these robots. And then the other half 
is is action where you're actually playing as the robot going out and um, fighting against you know a beat 'em up style fighting against uh, the aliens and stuff like that. Um, I've been trying. I've I've designed this game like four times over since I was in college mm-hmm. and uh, never had the ability to to code it, but. If I ever was a you know lead designer on a project again and got to choose the game, it would definitely be this. I love that idea, man. Damn, I love Thanks. that idea. That's a really cool. <laughs> that's a really cool concept. Wow. Damn, I'm sorry. That just like that kind of took me back for a second. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. <laughs> We're in the wrong yeah. career here. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Nah, what it. I I don't know. I just I always thought it would be a really a really fun kind of a experiment there. And yeah, you, know, you build robots out of stuff like you know washing machines and golf clubs and pipes. Oh, and, dude, that sounds so cool. And like build your way up to being able to order from like military surplus. So you're ordering, you know, like actual uh, like mech pieces, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think it'd be, I, don't know, I just think it'd be really awesome. I love the idea. That really sounds cool. Damn. Uh, all right, Kyle, follow that up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so my brother and I used to do comics called Ninja vs. Oh, I should go back. One Halloween, he dressed up as a ninja. I mean, as a nun with this big beard. And, um, <laughs> really, I, I meet your brother. I was I was a ninja, and we acted like we were fighting the whole night. So this spawned a comic series that only really him and I read. It wasn't like anything published, but it was um all stick figures and really funny. Where like you know one week the ninja would go to attack um, the nun, and she would pull out the sword of virginity and kill the ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there'd be another one where like you know the ninja would drop down from trees and like. You know, she would be like, smite him like she's speaking to God, and God would miss the ninja and hit the nun instead and be like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> Dude, you know? I love this. So just really, really dumb comics, all horribly drawn stick figures. So I thought a fitting thing would be like um, an 8-bit action side-scroller where you could play as the nun <laughs> or the ninja. And so, like, you're the ninja, you fight different different biblical, you know, beings and monsters or whatever. <laughs> And you know, as the as the nun, you just find different ways to destroy the nun, the ninja at the end of every level. So like, it would be two different playthroughs, yeah. mostly eight, eight, eight or sixteen bit. You know, something simple, but it would be more arcadey side scrolling action. That's cool, dude. Yeah. I like that. In all seriousness, like, why don't you and your brother just do that comic for a website, like a like get a blog account? And just do, you know, a couple frames every now and then. Like, that's hilarious, man. I would read that every week. <laughs> I'd read uh, that every day, probably. I would, too. Well, maybe we maybe we will, but our artwork really sucks. But that's the Who whole cares? thing that makes it funny, though. I mean, what the that's hell is true. that? What What is that? Cyanide and silliness or whatever, where it's just stick to uh, Cyanide and happiness. Like, there's sites that kind of, you know, you can tell they're by people like me that wish they could draw. <laughs> and, you know, as long as the humor is there and, and man, you guys, that's hilarious. Like I would read that every day. Yeah. I mean, we even came up, came up with an origin story and it's pretty much the, the ninja takes her bus seat and flips her off. <laughs> so she, so she blows up the bus and they end up on opposite sides of the street and that's where it begins. Nice. Dude, you oh. have to, you guys have to do this. Like, 
that, that that's your homework assignment. Go get that started. <laughs> I'll talk to him. Dude, I'm it's telling you, I'd re- I would read that every day. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's my game. Um, Good enough. I like it. I Thanks. love it. I love it. But I'd say in the meantime, get your comic going because <laughs> you you'll go make your money and just don't forget me and Travis. <laughs> I will not but I'll talk to you after the cast I I, I don't know really any good blog I can or, help you honestly so yes, if you help. really want to do it and I would totally encourage it because I think you guys have something there sure it would just be fun Yeah, as long, awesome. as, it's, as long as it's just for fun I don't care yep I'll help you get set up with something word um, cool we're changing the world <laughs> <laughs> Um. alright for me and uh, I'll try to keep it short but um Obviously, I'm a very story-driven fella, and I would like to have, you know, a game kind of set in this world that's been in my head forever. And, you know, it's a fantasy world with, like, all these thought-out cultures and conflicts, and I have, like, over 2,000 years of history in a couple of binders somewhere. And um, what I always wanted to play was, like, an RPG, obviously, where you could kind of be who you want to be in that world and but actually be able to make an impact and then like if you decide to go the route of like being a hero or a rebel against like an empire or something like not only have good RPG mechanics as far as like you know party versus party fighting but actually have a kind of total war style army versus army conflict as well and be able to have you know, battles on small scale and then battles on the larger scale and like be able to literally change the, the world that you're in and that by the end of it, it's kind of reshaped in your character's own vision. And uh, then you can do it all over again and it could be completely different. That's cool. You know what I mean? Just doesn't even have to be great graphics. Like if I could just get those mechanics, I would have a blast with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, Just do it with like colored squares, uh, dude. It's why I love uh, Dwarf Fortress. Yeah, it's true. Uh, true. The, the stories that you make out of that game, just by playing it, are just insane. Um, I won't recommend that to the general public because that game is—it's on a whole nother level, and you've really got to put in the time to figure it out and play it. And you have to literally, like I did, I had to watch a ton of tutorial videos just to get my head around it. And build a functional fortress without my dwarves getting manically depressed and chopping each other's heads off. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. They get depressed, especially if the beer runs out. <laughs> it's, uh, and it's all ASCII, ASCII art. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that, geez, you and, you and, uh, Travis and Kyle really had the profound ones. I feel like mine was generic. <laughs> no, I don't think so, man. I think yours sound pretty awesome, too. But uh, no, I I think those are great. I think you both have some. We should really start focusing on like doing something with these ideas. But I oh, like I'd love to. It's <laughs> all it's all about time though. It's all about having time to do it. I hear yeah. you. I still want to be a game designer. I want to be the guy that just like, writes the world and whiteboards the features. And I've got so many ideas. I just can't draw or program half good enough to do it. I can program, just not that good. <laughs> But, um, I can't. I can't draw or program. That's why I think your comic's gonna be brilliant. 
(laughs) (laughs) but uh all right well that's that's gonna bring us to the end here um it's it's uh wow this was like profound like i've got your game and kyle's thing in my head right now and i'm just like damn (laughs) but uh, now it's uh it's another another fun episode thank you um everybody in the save point that was participating and uh thank you everybody uh, for listening obviously uh don't forget to share the podcast leave us a review uh, come hang out with us on the save point at tiny.cc slash save point. We pride ourselves on being a non-toxic game club. And yeah, definitely not toxic at all. No, we, yeah. we, we want everybody to come in and just have fun talking about games and, you know, tell us your favorite game. Even if it's our, not our favorite game, that doesn't matter. But we just like meeting other people that are as into games as we are and, uh, loves to talk about them as much as we do. So come over to, tiny.cc slash save point and hang out with us um, if you are on the toxic bathroom wall of the internet you can hit us up at the retro rents at the retro rents um, you can hit me up at retro rents al travis at soda x bread right yep good and yep. kyle you can hit him up in the save point he does not hang out in the internet bathrooms despite the rumors <laughs> They're all true. <laughs> you just call them from there. It's They're a- all true. <laughs> and um, you can also email us at theretrorents at gmail.com. And uh, as we do in every episode, I'd like to just end with some shout-outs. So I'll let you guys go first with any shout-outs you want to do. Uh, Travis, take it away. Sure. Um, I would like to give a shout out once again to all the listeners. Uh, I mean, we're, we're doing this for you guys. Uh, you know, and, uh, well, of course for ourselves too, because, this you know, so fun. <laughs> we like talking to each other. So it works. Um, <laughs> uh, give a shout out to the good for gaming crew. Um, and also to the non toxic gaming crew, which is another, uh, gaming organization that I joined up with recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for right now. Kyle, any shout outs on your end? Um gonna say happy birthday to my brother. Happy birthday, funny guy. Happy yeah. birthday. You um, need to do that's... that comic with your brother Kyle. I think you guys are on your way to being millionaires. And I I promise I'm not gonna turn into a uh, birthday shout out. It's <laughs> the second this is the second one in the row I did that, but um Well it's family, uh, so it's understandable. I'm gonna shout out Lehigh Valley Video Game Society. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yeah. Also on Facebook, a lot of cool guys on there. Brendan Wonder runs a he runs a um, retro arcade usually once a month. Okay. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. He usually has a lot of cool system set up to so just go play games for free. It's usually about eight hours. Kids are welcome. That's uh, so fam- cool. Family oriented. Uh, very very cool guys and cool group of people that go play. So um, keep it out. Keep it on safe point. I usually try to share when they are. So if anybody can make it out, we can always get a group to go. It's usually a good time. Did you make it out the other night? Uh, it was actually today. Oh, was it today? And I I feel bad because I did not. I really wanted to, but um, it's just time didn't work out in my favor. So I'm hoping next time. Cool, cool. Uh, hopefully I can join you. Yeah, I'll let you know when it's at. <clears throat> um. All right. Well, then that leaves my uh, my shout outs. Obviously, a big shout out to our our listeners. Uh, we we're growing slowly, and that that's fine with me. I mean, that's just cool that more and more people are listening, and uh, 
that's I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. If so, you know, leave us a review and all that fun stuff. And tell your friends. Damn it. <laughs> no, we appreciate it and we just have a lot of fun doing this, so it's great to know other people are enjoying it. Um big shout out to our pals over at the Everyday Gamers. Um I'd like to actually bring attention to uh, AZ Rockslide's uh, recent release of the Push Play, Everyday Gamers Push Play podcast. That is a phenomenal um, video game music focused podcast. And the recent episode he did, like, it should win an award as far as I'm concerned. He did the best video game soundtracks of 2017. And he just, it was so well produced and just so good. Like, all the choices, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I actually contributed a few at all. Maybe a little. But no, it's actually really <laughs> well done. And if you like video game soundtracks and video game music, you've really got to check that out. They really put so much time into it, and it's it's just awesome. It was a really good episode, so... Big shout out to to AZ Rockslide, very well done, and again to the pals at Everyday Gamers, to you know, uh, Headshot, Rockslide, Meef, uh, Blake, and uh, Jason. Jason, I was gonna, yeah, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I listen to every episode as they come out. They're just they're really good. It's always fun to listen to, and they've got such a cool perspective on things, and it's just guaranteed to make your day better. Um, also, a shout out to my pals over at the Bad Fodder Figures. Uh, that is a really great podcast. They're just a freaking riot to listen to. And they're actually really fun to play games with. Uh, we played Vermintide 2, um, not last weekend, maybe the weekend before. And, uh, we just had a really good time with that. And, um, they're just, they're a funny, funny bunch of dudes. Uh, it has nothing to do with the fact that I just won a pod, uh, 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 scavenger hunt contest. That was just a bonus. But no, seriously, listen to them. They're hilarious. Uh, it's a great group. And um, just trying to think if there's anybody else that's been on my radar. Uh, that's mainly the two podcasts I've been listening to, plus uh, Rockslide's Push Play is very good. But other than that, like uh, like we said, big shout out to the listeners. Big shout out to uh, everyone that that hangs out in the save point with us and participates and just contributes to such a great community. There, it really is growing and turning into a place I really look forward to being a part of. You know, each day when something pops up or people want to talk about something. So uh, thank you guys for participating and making it a really cool place to be. And, uh, other than that. I think that will bring us to the end. And again, thank you everybody for coming out, listening to us. Please uh, give us a review or share it, spread it around, tell everybody what you think. But most importantly, come back and listen to us again on our next episode. And until then, there's no words of wisdom tonight, because Al is just too tired to do that and do it effectively. And as I always say... If you can't spout wisdom, don't spout at all. Oh, I just did that. Nice. You did. You did. You did. Well done. See? Telling you. All right, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Till next time. Peace. (laughs) 
Later. Peace, everyone.